The following episode of The Walking Dead Podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Audible.com is the premier source of spoken audio information and entertainment on the internet. Choose from their extensive catalog of over 215,000 audio programs from leading audiobook publishers, comedy specials, magazine and newspaper publishers, business information providers, as well as many other products. Audible is also the preeminent provider of spoken word audio podcasts for Apple's iTunes Store. In addition to audio programs from outside publishers, Audible.com introduces Audible Studios. Matching the most imaginative and esteemed authors with the world's best performers, including Academy Award winners, respected stage actors, and Juilliard graduates, Audible Studios produces a diverse catalog of engaging audio ventures for every age. Sign up today for your free, no-obligation trial membership at audibletrial.com forward slash dead. You'll get a free audiobook, and you'll be helping to support The Walking Dead podcast. So head on over to audibletrial.com forward slash dead and start a new adventure today. And now, we're pleased to present the latest episode of The Walking Dead podcast. And I heard, as it were, the noise of thunder. It's The Walking Dead podcast. Got any advice for me? I'd say make a run for it. This is The Walking Dead Podcast, a podcast dedicated to The Walking Dead television show on AMC and The Walking Dead comic from Image Comics. Come on, come on! So sit back, relax, and join the herd. Episode of the Walking Dead podcast. I'm Gary, and here with me, as always, is Scott. Scott, he told me he'd be on here an hour ago. What the heck? I mean, come on, man. Scott. You know what, Scott? Michael Douglas is right. You are full of shit. No, I'm just kidding, everybody. Uh, Scott's not gonna be able to make it this week, so it is me alone. But greetings. This is for episode 194 of the podcast. Today we will be, I guess I'll be primarily discussing, season 7, episode 14 of The Walking Dead, The Other Side. But first, as always, you can leave your comments and feedback by emailing us at twdpodcast at gmail.com or by posting a comment on our Facebook page on Facebook. (laughs) That's facebook.com slash walkingdeadpodcast. 
And you can also give us a call in our voicemail line at 561-501-1483. Just let us know what's on your Walking Dead mind. No matter what it is, we'll air it on the show. I'm told that's not right. Actually, we, we won't put it on the show unless... You know, it's don't be obscene or graphic, guys, but we love hearing all your comments and feedback, and it's a little more fun than just reading off a comment from the Facebook or an email, which we haven't been getting many of those either, so guys, uh, step up your game, is basically what I'm saying. Uh, now it's time to get into our main discussion. As I said before, Season 7, Episode 14 of The Walking Dead, The Other Side. Welcome back to Talking Dead. What? Are you ready to go inside the dead? Yeah! Here's some inside info that you can't get anywhere else. Okay! Honestly, guys, I had a lot of fun with this one. I don't know about you, but, uh... You know, Walking Dead has been kind of losing me a little bit on and off here lately. Some of the episodes aren't as memorable or exciting as I would hope. But, you know, ever, they still do things right. Let's be honest. They still do a lot of things right. But uh, they've been lacking a little bit on some of the other things. So, I thought it was really good this week. There was really, I guess, two main storylines. A few cool moments out of each one that I really liked. Uh, there was the Rosita and Sasha storyline. I guess the A-plot, probably, of the episode. And uh, then the Gregory, Hilltop, Maggie kind of storyline with some extra cool little you know jesus flavor and some nice uh, daryl moments sprinkled in there so that was sweet but um yeah overall it really just grabbed me more Megan than killing any Glenn and abraham episode has recently and i i don't know exactly what it was in it i don't know if it's a combination of everything coming together um but you know i just i'm really starting to get hyped up each week which is funny because now there's only two episodes left this season but anyways first cool moment one of the first moments really in the episode, uh, Jesus's sexuality was finally revealed in a really totally cool, organic way. I read a quote from Tom Paine where he said that he thought it was really great the way it was handled, that, you know, he had been familiar because of the comic books, what his sexuality was, but they didn't really make a big deal to mention anything to him or his character about it on the show. Uh, it was just something that wasn't even really talked about because it wasn't even brought up yet is the way he made it sound. Um, and I believe he was talking about this on Talking Dead a bit too, because that sounds really familiar to me. Something along the lines of basically, it wasn't ever really discussed because there was never any reason to. You know, but it was just a one offhanded comment to a woman he's become close with as a friend, and that's that. You know, as he said, he still probably doesn't feel like he has time for a boyfriend. So, you know, it's not like they're showing him pursuing guys now all of a sudden. It's just still basically not really a thing but it's a it's a part of him and it's cool that they did it in a subtle way and paid respect to it but didn't you know just make it a thing for ratings or bash people over the head with it and i thought it was neat that even the actor could appreciate the subtlety of the performance in that one small moment you know it's kind of neat next up the hilltop had some interesting haps this week the saviors came by uh, led by simon our favorite hilltop visitor and basically they had a little chat and scared everybody for a bit and daryl <laughs> daryl was almost found by the saviors in that really cool tense scene um daryl and maggie were hiding and the savior pops up out of nowhere and they're like oh shit it's a savior and they go hide in the corner and the savior luckily doesn't see them but 
when he had his back turned, Daryl was literally about to go out and just kill him. They had a cool little moment after that where we find out the reason Daryl has been so quiet and solitary there at the hilltop was he feels guilty and doesn't want to face Maggie because he feels like it was really his fault for Glenn dying. And in a way it was, but damn, just... Um, and I love that moment too, where he's choking up and Maggie says, don't worry, Glenn thought you were one of the good things in this world. And he should know because he was one of the good things too. You know, just little, little touches like that. Just really kind of make you tear up while you're watching the episode. You know, get a little emotional. I'm getting a little emotional here. Just thinking about it. Um, cause they're two of the longest running characters on the series still. And to see all the stuff they've gone through and shared and seen together and, to see human moments like that between these two people, you know, it's, it's great. And it's, it's cool to see that the reverberations of are pretty much the cause of all the action in this episode, uh, you know, between Sasha and Rosita and Maggie and Daryl and all the other moments at the hilltop this week, it's, it's kind of still driving them very fully. And I know I comment on that pretty much each week, but I really like that. So, uh, Gregory being a little slimy douchebag and letting them take Dr. Carson, which, you know, whatever, that was kind of to be expected, um, I guess, but him actually trying to fight for his people and try to get to keep his doctor and Stephen Ogg, sorry, Stephen Ogg, uh, Simon just says basically, nope, nope, we're taking him. And, uh, but Hey, if your people do cause you any trouble or rise up against you, let us know and I'll take care of it. So that was interesting. And then uh, <laughs> the little slime ball goes and gets a bottle of tequila at the end of the episode, thinking he's all buddy-buddy now with Simon. He's got an in, so he can just go there whenever he wants. Yeah, we'll, we'll see how that works out for him. The B story had some really cool stuff in there too. The Sasha and Rosita... Uh, I was going to say spinoff. <laughs> what a weird spinoff that would be, Sasha and Rosita and their adventures. Um, but no, anyways, <laughs> I think, um, we've been noticing moments with Sasha and Rosita throughout this series, series, I was going to say season, but whatever, uh, throughout this season, there's been a lot of moments with Sasha and Rosita. What we've seen is Rosita basically being a jerk to everybody. <laughs> I was going to say another word, but I don't want to be rude to her now that we understand a little more of her feelings, which is kind of where we figured she was at, but you know, whatever. Uh, and we've also seen a lot of Sasha not so much being irritable, but being a little more stoic. And uh, they also make a point. They show her a lot sharpening her knives and looking very stoic and purposeful and sad. So you kind of could figure what was going to come. Rosita, especially now with her wannabe solo mission that Sasha forced herself into. And... It seemed the whole time like Sasha was trying to keep both of them alive. She was hoping to convince Rosita to take a smarter angle with it and slow down, or uh, at least perch outside and shoot them off instead of trying to go inside, and basically it's suicide at that point. And that was even when they thought they had possibly an ally there with Eugene. Um, which anyway, that moment was cool too, but uh, we'll get to that in a second. But I was thinking a lot about it, uh, and a few of my friends are seemingly either in one camp or the other either what the heck man i i hope they don't kill sasha off because she's the best and now i want rosita to die or the other way around like oh 
Zazita's great. I'm glad they found a way to keep her alive. Uh, F Sasha. I hope she dies. And I don't really feel in either of those camps. I kind of want both of them to survive, at least for now, and get past their grief and, you know, these stages they're going through so they can be strong members of the group again, is what I would like to see. But, you know, probably at least one of them are going to die. I guess that's pretty fair to say. Sasha, though, she seemed to have it planned out. Like I was mentioning earlier, she seemed to want to keep them alive and try to bring some sense to Rosita. But I think she really just wanted to keep Rosita safe. And part of that could be she feels guilty because she took Abraham from her right before he died, basically. And it's part of why Rosita is so upset that he moved on before her. Basically, it really did affect Rosita. And I think Sasha feels really guilty about that, about them not being able to be together at least before before he passed. And, um... That's fair. You know, I I think that's definitely part of it. You know, I think there is some stress and some guilt there. And I think she, like Rosita, just, one, wants to try to kill this mofo. And I hope, or I wish one of them could, but in a way. But I also love Negan and want him to stay around. So, anyways. Uh, yeah, I think she agrees with Rosita and also wants to sacrifice herself for risk sacrificing herself to try to kill Negan. Uh, and I think that's why she kept on that jewelry. Not that she necessarily knew it was made by Rosita, but to honor Abraham and the fact that he died at Negan's hands and the fact that that caused so much pain for her and Rosita and Eugene and the rest of the group, really. You know, um, just kind of a touching moment there. Second to last thing on my list was uh, something I hinted at earlier, the Eugene moment, where they see Eugene helping to corral the fences at the gates when the buses come back with Simon and all them, and you see Negan pop out for just a second, but there wasn't a clear shot, so they couldn't shoot him, and they see the doctor come in with them, so they know they have the doctor now, and they're like, oh, geez. And then they decide that they're going to try to break in when they hear that Negan is going to be predisposed for a while. And while they're clipping open the gates, Eugene stops them, basically. And they tell him they're coming to save him, and he doesn't want to go. He says, I didn't call you here. I don't want your help, basically. Just go. And <laughs> Rosita is uh, understandably a little pissed. Says something on the lines of, you little weasel. And uh, yeah, Eugene turns down a rescue attempt from Sasha and Rosita. So that's interesting. One little nugget. Uh, Daryl at the hilltop asks where Sasha and Rosita are while they're off on their mission. And after Sasha touchingly, although Rosita was kind of pissed at the moment, understandably, uh, locks Rosita out of the fence so that Sasha alone goes in to try to kill Negan. Rosita, you know, torn, has to run to avoid being detected out there outside the gate and then being killed anyway just for being there. So she runs, and she runs into who we assume is Daryl, standing there with the crossbow, but they're very smart to keep it in a silhouette, so it very well could be Dwight capturing her and taking her back to the Savior's compound as well. So that'll be interesting to see. It looks like they're kind of leading that way, but no one really knows for now, so I guess we'll just kind of have to wait and see. 
And it looks like next week we'll have a whole bunch of bowl happening. Uh, and the little clip that they showed on Talking Dead, you know, spoilers if you don't want to hear it, just, you know, tune out for a little bit, was uh, the little scene they showed a clip of in the trailer of Gregory having a conversation with Maggie, asking where all her friends went and why is she all alone gardening outside, with Gregory holding a little uh, very sharp-looking knife behind his back. So we'll see. I mean, I doubt he'll just kill her off like that, but you never know. I mean, whew, what a shocking end that would be. A terrible one, too. I mean, but who would put it past Walking Dead? So I guess we'll have to wait and see. And since I'm flying solo this week, I'm going to hold back on the uh, listener interaction because, well, for one, as I said earlier, there wasn't a whole ton. But uh, also just, you know, there are a few questions here from different folks, but I want to save them mostly for uh, when Scott and I are both together. But that being said, I did want to give a little shout out here to our new friend Joe Brazel. He popped in an email this Sunday morning before the episode came out, but we didn't get to address it this week. I'm sorry, Joe, because like I said, Scott's not here and I want to give him a chance to respond too. So I'll hang on to those questions till we uh, watch episode 15 next week and Scott and I can comment on your questions, Joe, and whatever else we get in. So as always, folks, the same thing as I said in the beginning of this dang episode, which you're going to hear again right now, and I don't know why I'm doing this affect, but, you know, that's just how I talk sometimes when I'm alone and I get all weird and, you know, alone and weird and alone. So uh, anyways, guys, as always, that's it for this week. Remember to leave your comments and feedback by emailing us at twdpodcast at gmail.com or popping a comment on our Facebook page over at facebook.com slash walkingdeadpodcast. And also, you can give us a call on our voicemail line at 561-501-1483. And please, for goodness sakes, give me a call on that voicemail line so I can shut up Scott about how we don't get any calls in the voicemail line. Um, Betty, that means you. Anyone else <laughs> who wants to drop in a phone call uh, who suffered through... 15 to 20 minutes of me this week you know I'm, I'm really sorry about that uh anyways there's never been a better time to be alone or a nerd so stay safe wherever you are and we'll see you back here for our next episode hike ike we're done yeehaw Honestly, guys, I had a lot of fun with this one. I don't know about you, but, uh, you know, Walking Dead has been kind of losing me a little bit on and off here lately. Some of the episodes aren't as memorable or exciting as I would hope, but, you know, every, they still do things right. Let's be honest. They still do a lot of things right, but uh, they've been lacking a little bit on some of the other things. So I thought it was really good this week. There was really, I guess, two main storylines. A few cool moments out of each one that I really liked. Uh, there was the Rosita and Sasha storyline. I guess the A-plot, probably, in the episode. And uh, then the Gregory, Hilltop, Maggie kind of storyline. With some extra cool little, you know, Jesus flavor and some nice uh, Daryl moments sprinkled in there. So that was sweet. But, um, yeah, overall, it really just grabbed me more than any episode has recently. And I, I don't know exactly what it was in it. I don't know if it's a combination of everything coming together, um, but, you know, I just, I'm really starting to get hyped up each week, which is funny, because now there's only two episodes left this season, but anyways, first cool moment, one of the first moments really in the episode, uh, Jesus's sexuality was finally revealed in a really totally cool, organic way. I read a quote from Tom Paine, 
where he said that he thought it was really great the way it was handled that you know he had been familiar because of the comic books what his sexuality was but they didn't really make a big deal to mention anything to him or his character about it on the show uh it was just something that wasn't even really talked about because it wasn't even brought up yet is the way he made it sound um and i believe he was talking about this on talking dead a bit too because that sounds really familiar to me something along the lines of basically it wasn't ever really discussed because there was never any reason to you know, but it was just a one offhanded comment to a woman he's become close with as a friend, and that's that. You know, as he said, he still probably doesn't feel like he has time for a boyfriend. So, you know, it's not like they're showing him pursuing guys now all of a sudden. It's just still basically not really a thing, but it's a, it's a part of him. And it's cool that they did it in a subtle way and paid respect to it, but didn't, you know, just make it a thing for ratings or bash people over the head with it. And I thought it was neat that even the actor could appreciate the subtlety of the performance in that one small moment. You know, it's kind of neat. Next up, the Hilltop had some interesting haps this week. The Saviors came by, uh, led by Simon, our favorite Hilltop visitor. And basically they had a little chat and scared everybody for a bit. And Daryl. (laughs) Daryl was almost found by the Saviors in that really cool tense scene. Um, Daryl and Maggie were hiding. And the savior pops up out of nowhere. And they're like, oh shit, it's a savior. And they go hide in the corner. And the savior luckily doesn't see them. But when he had his back turned, Daryl was literally about to go out and just kill him. They had a cool little moment after that. Where we find out the reason Daryl has been so quiet and solitary there at the hilltop. Was he feels guilty and doesn't want to face Maggie. Because he feels like it was really his fault. For Glenn dying. And... In a way, it was, but damn, just um, and I love that moment too, where he's choking up, and Maggie says, "Don't worry, Glenn thought you were one of the good things in this world, and he should know because he was one of the good things too." You know, just little little touches like that just really kind of make you tear up while you're watching the episode. You know, get a little emotional. I'm getting a little emotional here just thinking about it. Um. Because they're two of the longest-running characters on the series still. And to see all the stuff they've gone through and shared and seen together, and to see human moments like that between these two people, you know, it's it's great. And it's, it's cool to see that the reverberations of... are pretty much the cause of all the action in this episode. Uh, you know, between Sasha and Rosita and... Maggie and Daryl and all the other moments at the hilltop this week. It's, it's kind of still driving them very fully. And I know I comment on that pretty much each week, but I really like that. So, uh, Gregory being a little slimy douchebag and letting them take Dr. Carson, which, you know, whatever, that was kind of to be expected, um, I guess. But him actually trying to fight for his people and try to get to keep his doctor and Stephen Ogg, <laughs> sorry, Stephen Ogg, uh, Simon just says basically, nope. Nope, we're taking him. And, uh, but hey, if your people do cause you any trouble or rise up against you, let us know and I'll take care of it. So that was interesting. And then, uh, <laughs> the little slime ball goes and gets a bottle of tequila at the end of the episode, thinking he's all buddy buddy now with Simon. He's got an in, so he can just go there whenever he wants. Yeah, we'll, we'll see how that works out for him. The B story had some really cool stuff in there too. The Sasha and Rosita. Uh, 
I was going to say spinoff. <laughs> what a weird spinoff that would be, Sasha and Rosita and their adventures. Um, but no, anyways, <laughs> I think um, we've been noticing moments with Sasha and Rosita throughout this series. Se- series? I was going to say season, but whatever. Uh, throughout this season, there's been a lot of moments with Sasha and Rosita. What we've seen is Rosita basically being a jerk to everybody. <laughs> I was going to say another word, but I don't want to be rude to her now that we understand a little more of her feelings, which is kind of where we figured she was at but you know whatever uh and we've also seen a lot of sasha not so much being irritable but being a little more stoic and uh they also make a point they show her a lot sharpening her knives and looking very stoic and purposeful and sad so you kind of could figure what was going to come rosita especially now with her wannabe solo mission that Sasha forced herself into and it seemed the whole time like Sasha was trying to keep both of them alive she was hoping to convince Rosita to take a smarter angle with it and slow down or uh at least perch outside and shoot them off instead of trying to go inside and basically it's suicide at that point and that was even when they thought they had possibly an ally there with Eugene um anyway that moment was cool too but uh we'll get to that in a second but I was thinking a lot about it, uh, and a few of my friends are seemingly either in one camp or the other. Either, what the heck, man, I I hope they don't kill Sasha off, because she's the best, and now I want Rosita to die. Or the other way around, like, oh, Rosita's great, I'm glad they found a way to keep her alive. Uh, F Sasha, I hope she dies. And I don't really feel in either of those camps. I kind of want both of them to survive, at least for now, and get past their grief and you know these stages they're going through so they can be strong members of the group again is what i would like to see but you know probably at least one of them are going to die i guess that's pretty fair to say sasha though she seemed to have it planned out like i was mentioning earlier she seemed to want to keep them alive and try to bring some sense to rosita but i think she really just wanted to keep rosita safe and part of that could be she feels guilty because she took Abraham from her right before he died, basically. And as part of why Rosita is so upset that he moved on before her, basically, it really did affect Rosita. And I think Sasha feels really guilty about that, about them not being able to be together at least before before he passed. And um, that's fair. You know, I I think that's definitely part of it, you know. I think there is some stress and some guilt there. And I think she, like Rosita, just, one, wants to try to kill this mofo. And I hope, or I wish one of them could, but in a way. But I also love Negan and want him to stay around. So, anyways. Uh, Yeah, I think she agrees with Rosita and also wants to sacrifice herself or risk sacrificing herself to try to kill Negan. Uh... And I think that's why she kept on that jewelry. Not that she necessarily knew it was made by Rosita, but to honor Abraham and the fact that he died at Negan's hands and the fact that that caused so much pain for her and Rosita and Eugene and the rest of the group, really. You know, um, just kind of a touching moment there. Second to last thing on my list was uh, something I hinted at earlier, the Eugene moment where... They see Eugene helping to corral defenses at the gates when the buses come back with Simon and all them. 
and you see Negan pop out for just a second, but there wasn't a clear shot, so they couldn't shoot him, and they see the doctor come in with them, so they know they have the doctor now, and they're like, oh, geez. And then they decide that they're going to try to break in when they hear that Negan is going to be predisposed for a while. And while they're clipping open the gates, Eugene stops them, basically, and they tell him they're coming to save him, and he doesn't want to go. He says, I didn't call you here. I don't want your help, basically. Just go. And <laughs> Rosita is uh, understandably a little pissed, says something on the lines of, you little weasel. And uh, yeah, Eugene turns down a rescue attempt from Sasha and Rosita. So that's interesting. One little nugget. Uh, Daryl at the hilltop asks where Sasha and Rosita are while they're off on their mission. And after Sasha touchingly, although Rosita was kind of pissed at the moment, understandably, uh, locks Rosita out of the fence so that Sasha alone goes in to try to kill Negan. Rosita, you know, torn, has to run to avoid being detected out there outside the gate and then being killed anyway just for being there. So she runs and she runs into who we assume is Daryl standing there with the crossbow. But they're very smart to keep it in a silhouette, so it very well could be Dwight capturing her and taking her back to the Savior's compound as well. So that'll be interesting to see. It looks like they're kind of leading that way, but no one really knows for now. So I guess we'll just kind of have to wait and see. And it looks like next week we'll have a whole bunch of bull happening. Uh, and the little clip that they showed on Talking Dead, you know, spoilers if you don't want to hear it, just, you know, tune out for a little bit, was... Uh, the little scene they showed a clip of in the trailer of Gregory having a conversation with Maggie, asking where all her friends went and why is she all alone gardening outside, with Gregory holding a little, uh, very sharp-looking knife behind his back. So, we'll see. I mean, I doubt he'll just kill her off like that, but you never know. I mean, whew, what a shocking end that would be. A terrible one, too. I mean, but who would put it past Walking Dead? So, I guess we'll have to wait and see. And since I'm flying solo this week, I'm going to hold back on the uh, listener interaction because, well, for one, as I said earlier, there wasn't a whole ton. But uh, also just, you know, there are a few questions here from different folks, but I want to save them mostly for uh, when Scott and I are both together. But that being said, I did want to give a little shout out here to our new friend Joe Brazel. He popped in an email this Sunday morning before the episode came out, but we didn't get to address it this week. I'm sorry, Joe, because like I said, Scott's not here and I want to give him a chance to respond too. So I'll hang on to those questions till we uh, watch episode 15 next week and Scott and I can comment on your questions, Joe, and whatever else we get in. So as always, folks, the same thing as I said in the beginning of this dang episode, which you're going to hear again right now, and I don't know why I'm doing this affect, but, you know, that's just how I talk sometimes when I'm alone and I get all weird and, you know, alone and weird and alone. So uh, anyways, guys, as always, that's it for this week. Remember to leave your comments and feedback by emailing us at twdpodcast at gmail.com or popping a comment on our Facebook page over at facebook.com slash walkingdeadpodcast. And also, you can give us a call on our voicemail line at 561-501-1483. And please, for goodness sakes, give me a call on that voicemail line so I can shut up Scott about how we don't get any calls in the voicemail line. Um, Betty, that means you. Anyone else <laughs> who wants to drop in a phone call uh, who suffered through... 15 to 20 minutes of me this week you know I'm, I'm really sorry about that uh anyways there's never been a better time to be alone 
or a nerd. So stay safe wherever you are, and we'll see you back here for our next episode. Hike! Ike. We're done. Yeehaw! And we thank all of you for not being here today. And not having this meeting with me or, or being seen on your way out. That's our show for today. Thanks for joining us. Please check out our website for all the latest news and updates at thewalkingdeadpodcast.com and like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash walkingdeadpodcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at TWDpodcast. If you like the show, let us know what you think. You can email comments and feedback to twdpodcast at gmail.com as well as leave us a review on iTunes. You can also post comments on our website and Facebook page. The Walking Dead Podcast can be heard at iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Podbean.com, and SoundCloud. If you're an Android user, you can also download a dedicated Android app at PlayerFM.com and the Google Store. Please help support The Walking Dead Podcast by visiting our sponsor, Audible.com, and signing up for your free, no-obligation trial membership at audibletrial.com forward slash dead. Many of our sound effects are provided courtesy of free SFX. Please check them out for all your sound effects needs at www.freesfx.co.uk. Once again, thank you for listening, and we'll see you back here for the next episode of The Walking Dead Podcast.